Helen and Dita, thanks uh, for your answer. So this is the feedback session for the bad answer uh, for the EPIC station covering blood transfusion. Um, so overall, I think, you know, you um, were um, inclusive and I think you gave a you know, relatively full answer. You had your perspective and, um, and, and, and you tried to sort of accommodate as much as possible, taking into account patients, uh, you know, wishes and you clearly explored that when uh, you took the initiative to actually consent this patient. So I think, you know, I think in a scenario like this, it's really important to have a structure in terms of um, answer. So I think first thing to mention in any scenario where you are doing something slightly more, um, some, something slightly more than your trained level of competence is to establish that whatever question they ask you, maybe that they are asking a question intentionally knowing that you're not competent to do it, but make make sure that you mention that that you know that you recognise an angiogram is quite an invasive procedure, and in order to consent for any procedure, whether that's an angiogram or putting you know a cannula into a patient, um, you have to have the competence to do it. So you would say that actually I would make sure that I'm trained to do it. I'm trained to do it by and supervised by a consultant or registrar who is competent to do it. Um, so just mention that so you know that so the your examiner knows that you are um, acting safely within your um, within the constraints of that okay the second thing to mention um, i think was the fact that you uh, clearly had um, the intention of giving the patient the most um, sort of access to treatment um, but i think i did get the impression that when you when the patient you know uh, was clearly going to say no to a like you know to mm -hmm. blood transfusion you would um, be um, you made the effort to try and still give the patient the opportunity to have this procedure. Now, the problem with that is, you know, clearly we have to act in a safe manner. And I think one of the things you I would go back to is to say, actually, I, I would research the, okay. the consent process for an angiogram and find out what the risks are, find out what the risk of this person needing a blood transfusion is. So it may be 1% or, you know, less than 1%. And actually, you put that forward to the patient, right? And I don't know if you heard, but there are patients, um, so Jehovah's Witnesses, there, there is, um, you can get a, an advocate from the hospital to come and talk to the patient and actually have make sure that the patient's more fully informed. I think in terms of escalation, you clearly mentioned that you speak to your registrar who would be attending. Um, I think the ultimate responsibility in this scenario lies with the consultant. And I think it's really important that you form the consultant at an earlier stage. I think you made the right point to make sure that the rest of the team are fully informed of this and that's to avoid any unnecessary um, insult to patient. Clearly, you you know, you know respect the patient's wishes, which is really important. And I think you mentioned key words like autonomy and patient safety from that perspective. Um, and clearly, that's very important. You recognise that that's one of the key aspects to this scenario. Uh, but when it comes to consent process, I think you, I would mention that taking informed consent means that the patient fully understands the risks they are able to weigh up the risk and actually then give you an answer to say they would be happy or otherwise. Now, one of the things you would do, um, I would suggest that you do, is to explore other methods of investigating. Now, clearly, if this patient is in a very difficult situation where they've come in with a heart attack or unwell in that context, it's different to somebody who's coming for an elective angiogram. So put things into context. Um, and uh, and um, 
And the final thing to mention is that in these very particular situations, there are very clear um, trust guidelines on what sort of products can be transfused to someone. And um, sorry, not what can be transfused. There is a clear consent process for blood, tr blood product transfusion, which you, which you can find on the local internet. Um, and perhaps a Je you know, Jehovah's Witness uh, advocate can also point you in the right direction. So seeking help from them will be helpful. But essentially, it is a form that contains all the different types of products. So red blood cells, platelets, um, you know, other clotting products. Um, and there are other methods, for example, self-salvage that can be employed. So you can make sure that you know, you can ask theatres for a cell salvage machine in the event that the patient has bleed, uh, that their own blood can be auto-transfused. Um, and other methods, for example, you know, um, for example, um, you know, plasma expanders can be given to patients if, if they have a bleed, if it's not a significant bleed. Um, and other things like iron and, you know, other blood products can be also given to people who are anemic. So exploring all the different methods and actually talking through all of that with the patient is very important. And taking the time to do that is really important. But again, it depends on the context if the patient's coming with an acute event versus a more stable event. And of course, you would talk to your consultant about all the different options of investigating. Clearly, this doesn't seem to have been addressed at the at the clinic level before this person was consent, you know, brought in for an angiogram. Now, the final thing is, you know, clearly this happened and it shouldn't have happened where you are having to deal with this scenario at the point of consenting for an angiogram that day. So these sort of things should have happened previously, right? So I would have, one of the things from, you know, any good doctor would do in the future would be to either audit the number of people who are health witnesses who undergo angiograms and look at perhaps, you know, how many are consented, how many undergo transfusions, how many undergo adverse events, have there been any complaints? And secondly, you should perhaps talk within your department in a department, departmental level at meetings see whether actually should this be addressed more formally yeah for example you know should there be a, cons uh, a process where these are escalated beforehand and the consent process is agreed beforehand before somebody is consenting for an angiogram if this is an elective so again something that can uh, uh, future proof a scenario like this okay. so well done okay. all of that was a very good answer in terms of um, your uh, respect to the patient's wishes and their autonomy um, but I think there are other clear issues that you need to address in terms of, you know, how safe is this procedure? How do you escalate this? And clearly you need to have a plan other than just filing in the notes. Yeah, very good. Thank you.